Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Fighting on Film podcast, the podcast all about classic and obscure war movies, from the Normandy landings to the days of chivalry and swords. If it's been captured on film, we're going to try and cover it. I'm Robbie of RM Military History. I'm Matthew Moss of Historical Firearms and the Armourer's Bench. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fighting on Film. Uh, Today we are doing one of our show and tell episodes, which is a little bit different to our normal sort of layout and, and uh, running order, where we take a look at a couple of films that we've, films or TV shows actually, that we've we've um, looked at recently. More of an off-the-cuff chat than an in-depth deep dive as we do with normal episodes. And Like a taster, isn't it? It's like exactly. a taster. If it wets so, your whistle, let us know sort of thing. Exactly, definitely. Yeah. Um, so this week, um, we've both watched some pretty interesting stuff i think yeah um i i watched valley of tears which is an israeli film about uh the yom kippur war a mini series it is it's uh well it's not even mini it's it's like it's like 
10 episodes yeah it's long isn't it and yeah. i think there's going to be a second series so i couldn't i don't Ooh. even think it's a mini series because yeah it's really interesting that they've done one area of the conflict and then they're going to do another front of the conflict which i'm excited for because i did actually enjoy the series it was it's quite interesting because it's a war i don't know a great deal about um but it's really historically interesting one interesting aspect of it is it's all the soviet kit by you used by the arab armies and then it's sort of western kit used by yeah that the israelis so you've got it's that like cold war by proxy thing isn't it yeah yeah you've got centurions against t72s yes really yeah yeah it's great yeah i don't think it's quite out here yet is it yeah it's not quite out over here yet um no but, I, but matt has his ways i did i got I, I got impatient and rented it um so rob what have you watched this week and then we'll circle back around and i'll yeah and talk more so if i watched the so i was so every now and then like when i'm doing research for the show like me and match take it in turns and we'll send each other things that we find so i was going through i mean god knows how i stumbled stumbled into these things but you sort of do um and i was just looking for obscure like tv movies or mm. things that maybe had been liked at the time but maybe just to fall into obscurity and i came across um these things don't get replayed do they? yeah exactly how often do they get repeated so i came across a uh a made for tv film from 1994 um, called A Breed of Heroes and it's based on a book by Alan Judd and it was um, about his experiences of serving in Ireland uh, with the British Army in the 70s and it's just it's like a dark comedy drama Mm. um, about about that time but it's like chock full of like famous faces and like the writing is quite surprising yeah it's up on YouTube at the moment Um, and it's got Samuel West in it uh, Alexander Armstrong Nicholas Farrell, Julian Rintut, uh, uh, Richard Griffiths plays a big part in it. Uh, Jake Wood, the guy who played someone out of EastEnders, I think, because he's like one of the Brannings. <laughs> you, I don't know. Yeah, he is. He's, he's only in it for like a split second, but I was like, bloody, I see him out of EastEnders. Um, but it's just a great little movie. It's really, really well done. Mm. It, it actually, you think it's going to be like a pure comedy, but then it's got these moments where it just turns on a dime and it really makes you think. It's very good, and, actually. And yeah, the characters are a lot are a lot deeper than they first seem. Mm. Um, and it's got some great quotes. You know, it's a real um, it's a real quotable movie. Some, some quite funny lines in there, and then there's some quite, you know, things that make you think, aren't there? Uh, it's really, um, really something. It, it, it was part of a, sorry, it was part of a thing um, that uh, BBC One did. Um, called, or it might be BBC Two. I think they both aired. I think they both did it, yeah. Both aired from the same block, and it was called Screen One or Screen Two, and it was a mm. response that the BBC did in the uh, late 80s and early 90s where they tried to beat Channel Four like at its own game with really high production dramas. So that this mm. falls under the screen, the screen banner. Um, and it's just a great, it's just a cracking little TV movie that sort of, I think it's fallen away, or it's not as well remembered as it should be, perhaps. Yeah, I, I I watched it too, and I thought I thought it was really good. I thought it dealt with um, Northern Ireland and the Troubles really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of movies from from Screen that deal with. Well, there's another one that deals with it, but we won't mention it because we want to. Yeah. We want to give that a full episode, and we've got plans for that. I mean, one. I'd like to give this a full episode too. Yeah, we will. I think worthy. I think we will. It'd be interesting to see if anyone saw it at the time and hasn't seen it since. Because mm, um, yeah, I'm yeah, I mentioned it to my mum and dad, and they were like, "No, I don't remember it." Um, but you know, they were like. Not to say that we didn't watch it, I just don't remember it. But it's 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 got good production values. There's a lot of good kit in it. It 
it doesn't feel like a TV movie at times. It's really no, well written. It doesn't. it doesn't. And I think it handles the subject matter in a really interesting way. Yeah. Um, and Hard Target gets shouted a lot. Oh, and that was hilarious. Very funny. The that. first shot of the movie is Samuel West's character and his friend um, are up on a, a ridge line and they're silhouetted, <laughs> to be fair. Oh. But they're, they're commanding officers. Um, say hard targets hard targets and they they run down and he's berating them being like you know make yourself a hard target at all times you know one of them's like what's he saying he said and the other one i think it's samuel west the turns to him he goes we're making ourselves very obvious targets and he's shouting at us not to (laughs) yeah it's great isn't it the real real funny like for an opener of a war film it's quite funny yeah Yeah, it's a great one doesn't it yeah um yeah i I would like to cover that one because i thought i thought Mm. it was very well done. I thought the writing was very good, and I thought the cast was really good too. Yeah, yeah. so I'm um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Valley of Tears. I know you you relayed to me a little bit of what it was about, well, but yeah, it sounds yeah, fantastic. I, I think yeah, I I watched the first one. And I was like, Rob, this is really interesting. Yeah, I think it's out. I think Channel Four are airing it. Was it more Four airing it airing it over here? But yeah, it's it's very it's very sort of men in war, which is something we talk about a lot on the show. And it's mm. it follows a tank crew um, during Yom Kippur War, and Centurions, which is like oh, I've seen some screenshots yeah. of those Centies. Oh, Ooh, come on, yeah, it's good, beautiful. One of them does have a, a wooden mocked-up uh, GPMG on it, which is no, I can't win them all. Um, but there's some great Uzi action, which sort of makes up for it. Didn't you say there was a jungle mags in it too? There are, yeah. They got those sort of L. The L shape, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, so it's really interesting because it, it there's a couple of interlocking plots. There's um, a young uh, signals intel um, analyst who uh, is up on Harmon, um, and the first few episodes are him and his um, officer that becomes his friend trying to escape um, from from the from the sort of besieged uh, outpost. Uh, and it was it was produced by uh, Ron Lesham, um, who is probably best known for Beaufort, which was uh, Oscar nominated, right? Uh, which is an- another film about the IDF. Um, so I, d- I don't know how um, accurate or non-biased uh, Valley of Tears is, yep. but it doesn't appear to be sort of um, flag waving. It's not taken aside, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because it, mm. it was filmed in the Golan Heights and yeah. there was a lot of assistance from the IDF. So, I mean, that'll be something for us to, to, to dive into a little bit when we come. I think that's the thing, is it? It's a theme, I think, that and this says more maybe about the, the war movie genre as we go on. You know, has is World War II going to wane as a topic? I mean, it don't, I don't think it will, but this is just mm. me theorising. Yeah. Will these post-war conflicts become more covered you know, or, I or will so. I really do? I really hope so. You know, because they're they're equally interesting. This one is really interesting. Because, mm. Well, as the as the series goes on, the, the the last couple of episodes become a little bit more about that strategic picture, right? Okay, um, and how the the characters sort of impact on that, and some of it is a little bit ham fisted, I think, and that's something we can discuss in the future if we come to cover it once you've had a chance to watch it, Rob. Yep, yeah. It's sort of there's a little bit where the the one tank crew that we follow is is sort of given um, is given the credit for uh, coming up with this tactic that they use during a tank battle. Right. Okay. And I don't know whether that is just 
I, I suspect it's... <laughs> Did he come up with shooting the other tank? Is that how revolutionary <laughs> oh, it is? <laughs> okay, well, a little bit of spoilers. Um, they they realise that the, the uh, Syrians and the other Arab forces are fighting um, with their hatches closed. So they, okay. they, have, they haven't got like a... a the visibility. A, a, yeah, as, as much of an ability to see the battlefield around them as the Israeli uh, tankers do because they're, they're fighting with their hatches open. Yep, um, and they got the the, the commanders are, are got more situational awareness, and the tank crew realizes this, and they're like, "No, we have to do this." And then they lead the last Israeli tanks into the tank battle with their hatches open, and they they get in close to the right um, into the into the Syrian tanks. It all gets a little bit battle of the bulge. Okay, where they but with centurions, I mean, at least they're in the accurate tanks. I mean, that's something. I mean, yeah, but well, that's very true. And yeah, that's one of the things that is for is is a positive with the show. They took centurions and they put fresh engines in them so they could have them moving around and 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 looking spot on oh so they better give they can they give those tanks to like the tank museum at bovington so we can all bask in their centurion goodness centurion that was on the move. i know yeah i think they do but just have more please they're great aren't they, they are really cool. i love them but I, yeah there's there's loads of interesting sort of little bits of uh, Israeli uh, cultural history and, mm. and social movements going on. There's mentions. Yeah, the trailer looked really good, didn't it? Yeah, really high production the, values. The socialist Black Panther movement, um, because half of the tank crew are Black Panthers, which in Israel, the Black Panthers were sort of a socialist organization inspired by the American Black Panthers. So okay. All kinds of like interesting stuff mm. fed into the show. Like 70s politics as well coming in. It, yeah. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. I'll really be interested to see, you know, is there any sort of cultural bias flowing through it, any historical inaccuracy? Because it is generally a war I don't know a great deal about. And yeah. I'll have to do a little bit of reading around and doing a bit of research when we come to cover it. But really interesting show. No, oh, good. Do Sounds like that many more aspects. Yeah, I think that's always a winner, isn't it? It's, it's mm. you, something about that. It's I think it's re- not relatable because obviously not everyone's a soldier, but I mean, it's relatable. You can relate to a human being going through that situation, I guess. Like going through stress, I, I mean, not, you know, not everyone can relate to going through a, a war, but as, on a human level, you can appreciate it, which it I totally get. And that brings us into Breed of Heroes, because that movie is about how people react to their environment as well. Yes. So, and and I think that that's a good comparison between the two. Um, and I would recommend Breed of Heroes if you're, you've got an hour and a half to kill. Um, it's on YouTube. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's really, really good. Well, I, I binged uh, Valley of Tears. I can recommend that one too. Great. So there, there's two. There's two um, more. Two more um, TV-based uh, war epics to um, uh, wet your whistle. There. Uh, let us know on the Twitter if you, you know, if you've seen them or what you think, or whether you think we should do a full episode. But we always love to hear from you. And yeah, uh, as always, uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Don't like, share, subscribe. The website at www.fightingonfilm.com. And as yeah. always says. Don't forget to leave us a like or a review on whatever platform you're listening to. And thank you very much for listening. I'm going to give Rob a, a day off from saying the generic <laughs> yeah. ending and that you can support yeah. us via Patreon as well if you're enjoying the show. But more importantly, please do share the show with friends. So and yeah, thanks. thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you again. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.